Well, hello, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you choose to join in the My Love of Golf podcast. We thank you for joining in once again. Uh, it's that time of the week where I sit together with the great men that form the My Log, My Log, M Log Triumvirate. Three grown men sitting here talking about golf on a weekly basis. Uh, we enjoy it. We hope you do too. Uh, we know some of you do because you give us some messages. And uh, some of you do, especially if you've been following along, Magic Mike's Market is coming off the back of a great uh, a great run. Uh, he's got a, well, sort of a week off. He's, he's got he's got one to tip for us in uh, in the UK, but uh, he's got a week off the PGA Tour. Uh, Magic Mike, I'll go to you first. How are you, son? Very well, mate. Very well. It's been a beautiful day in Melbourne. I actually got outside for a couple of hours and went for a walk. It was fantastic. Okay. And uh, along the river there, down, down the Maribyrnong That's side? Followed the, the sunny Maribyrnong River um, all the way up to uh, it's Steels Creek. Followed the creek all the way up. It's been a couple of hours this afternoon away from the uh, laptop, which was fantastic. Northern suburbs up and about. The west side, west side posse the, you know, the, uh, in full song this weekend. The Maribyrnong, <laughs> the Maribyrnong River is it is busier than Burke Street. I, I actually stay well clear of it. It's literally there'd be thousands and thousands walking it every day. It's all it's, the do- it's all the doggies fans. The doggies fans out. Well, there are a few doggies fans around. It's good to see them wearing their their hats. I I uh, obviously I wasn't wearing um, any beanies or anything. It's a bit too warm today to have my doggies beanie on. And um, but yeah, I, I got out today. I definitely didn't get out Sunday after the game. I was extremely hungover, um, but uh, it was was good to be out today. Did you get on it? Did you did you have a few watching the footy? Did you? To get through that game, yeah, I needed more than a few, and um, yeah, I ended up sitting there for a little while after, just enjoying it. it was great. What was it a point in it? One point. Yeah, I don't need I don't need those games. They, I've had I've had enough close. Uh, Close finals in my Western Bulldogs history. I don't need any more. And it's good to be on the right side of it, though. Well, a great weekend for you. A couple of uh, solid results in the uh, the Tipster Rooney and uh, a solid result for the Western Bulldogs. A few good golfers in the Western Bulldogs. That's why that's uh, they might be my September team, the Doggies. I might have to jump on board with you, Mike, and support you and support the Doggies. A few good young boys in there. Um, uh, the young, young fellow, Cordy, uh, Zane Cordy, what a, he's a fine young fella. Fine yep. young fella, loves his golf. Uh, he was one of the ones that ran in last year when they were going to the hub and said, "Quick, set of those, set of those, please, and put them <laughs> in a bag. They're on a plane. We're going to the Gold Coast. I've got this is this is going in before almost before the footy boots. Well, they were they were at um they were at RACV mm. uh, for yeah what it was what a three months or something. Sorry, Zane. I hope I didn't drop you anything there. You're a fine young man. Good luck for the rest of the finals and look forward to uh, getting you back in for a hit of golf. Uh, Rocket, uh, let's, uh, you know, we're not going to stop this uh, tradition. (laughs) How are you? I'm laughing because I'm looking at your backdrop there, Rocket. Uh, If if we get around to making these these podcasts and turning them into some video, which some people have asked, I am trying to get this YouTube thing happening. Uh, you may have seen the Dom as a party backyard Zoom chipping interview slash lesson. Lesson. If you haven't seen uh, that and you want some YouTube uh, laughs because it's me chipping in the backyard and it's all there's always a laugh when you're watching me chip. Uh, the first one that I hit uh, cold, mind you. I was making excuses, making excuses already, but I was cold. I did scun it into the back vents. Um, if you want to laugh, go and watch me and Dom uh, chat. Dom's a great man. Lucas Herbert's coach, PGA Tour coach, and. Uh, Giving me a lesson in the backyard. Rocket, how are you? Welcome. Oh, I'm very good, thank you. 
So, sorry, before I digress there and talked about myself and I was going to talk about you and your background, uh, what, what have you got there? What's in the background? It's one of the Sith Lords. Oh, right. <laughs> he's, on, he's, on, he's got a week off, hasn't he? Hasn't he got a week off? Oh, they've got to come out, you know, a week off, but they've got to come out and at least show their presence and the dark force, you know, it's, you've got to feel it. You've got to feel it. The Sith Lords of Pontevedra. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. How did uh, so? Let's get draw, draw bridges up before we get talking about uh, the week that's ahead of us. Uh, and we've got a big one, uh, one of your favourites, Rocket, the BMW at Wentworth in the UK. Looking forward to seeing that course. It's going to be it's a great course. Uh, weather's looking pretty decent. A lot could change. Um, before we get into talking about that, let's wrap up last weekend's golf. It was the climax for the the European and American uh, Solheim Cup. The girls going head to head, loved it, and but also it was the, um, the tour club champion, that club champion, Coca Cola club, whatever you, way you uh, look at it or call it. Who won? Not the fans. Not the fans. Not watching the net. That was boring. I, well, who? I watched, I watched an hour. In in your view, who won? Who's the winner? The oh. women. Solheim, Solheim Cup. No, we'll talk about the women. We're just talking no. about the men. Who won? Who's the winner? Patrick Cantlay. Patrick, Patrick Cantlay. No, yeah. John Rahm. Dave, that's right. I'm just no, I think he tied. Didn't he tie with Kevin Nah? Who's the winner? The bloke who yeah. takes home $15 million is the winner. Yes, no, you're exactly <laughs> right. The bloke who went pockets of 15 mil. Or, or the person who got the most um, official world golf ranking points. Yeah, well, that's it. That, that was John. As it, I, I, it's funny because I know that it's fifteen mil for first, but when they were kept talking about, oh, this is a, this is a ten million dollar difference to run second, I thought surely second's not getting five million. <laughs> then I looked it up. It's like, yep, second is five million. I think today we were looking at the majors. What you get paid to win a major? That's two and a half times what you get paid to win the Masters to finish second in the Tour Championship. <laughs> That's ridiculous. We we've laughed about this many times before, but. It's just like club golf, mate. Yeah, the net winner always gets a better trophy than the stroke winner. True. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The the net. I'm gonna get like a hundred dollar voucher. Gross. Hot dot. <laughs> box of hot dots. <laughs> no, not a box of hot dots. A hot dot. Hot dot. And you hey, can't. And you can't swap it. You can't take it into the pro shop and swap. He said, "No, mate. Sorry, don't stock the hot dots. They buy them cheap down at the down get, at the drum and golf." The ones when remember when they used to have them in the little plastic containers. You flip the lid. No, nah, the old school box. Box of hot dot, uh, just a hot dot. It was a, um, it was as, as close as it was late. I wouldn't say it was thrilling. There's really only two guys in it for most of the weekend. And like you said, the, the, uh, the other scoreboard was a much, much more interesting scoreboard. Kevin Nah. Did, did, did you watch Kevin Nah much? Did you see much of uh, Kevin? He finished well. I know the last round he finished well and he made a really good putt on 18. Uh, and that pretty much sealed him up to to uh, to his overall T. Oh, sorry, his outright third in the overall. I'm getting my scoreboards mixed up, but he would have been T one on the uh, on the other scoreboard. So he he was once the whipping boy of this podcast. Uh, at once upon a time, uh, was Kevin Nah uh, Mike just to bring you up to speed. And mm-hmm. I guess he's he redeemed himself a little bit. Rocket. When did when did Kevin start to redeem himself in our eyes? Because we, we, we were into him for his slow play and all the funny little antics and all that. You know the Kevin Narisms, but when did he start to redeem himself? 
well, he came out publicly and talked about the problems that he had. And he said he doesn't like playing that slow. And then over the last three years, two, well, at least two years, mm. he's made a massive difference in terms of his speed of play. And then he's gone and done a few of the podcasts and you listen to him and he talks even about it in terms of how it was just, he didn't want to do it like that. It was just, he almost had this like mental tick. Mm. Yep. And, just, and so, you know, he's not deliberately being a till, but he actually worked on it and, you know, he's reaping the rewards. He's what, won twice, three times in the last two years? Third in, the, third in the FedEx playoffs. How much did he win, Mike? Uh, I, I do remember whatever it was that he was putting for to get his outright third because um, Justin Thomas might have bogeyed 18 and Kevin Nard birdied. So it went from a, I think it was either, it was either one or two shot swing at least. So he got his outright, but I, I reckon it was like a, might have been a five or $600,000 difference for him in the putty so for he, one part. So he only wins like $3 million, something like that? Yeah, it's probably probably somewhere in that two mm. mil. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a lot of money. Tough twenty fourth in the world. Tough for Justin Justin Thomas, you know, just to miss out three or four hundred thousand. You know, feel, feeling for him. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. He was the one that he's the person that I liked uh, this week to to go really really well. I thought he might make a bit of a charge, and he he kept threatening on and off over the first couple of rounds, but. Um, yeah, final round seven, he's not going to get it done. Uh, when everyone else is shooting, you know, three, four, five under, uh, and you're coming in already with a handicap, you're not going to do it with an even par round. Look, it does it does show that the, uh, the the cream is there at the end. If you look at the, the the leaderboard there, Rocket, I know you'll have your own opinions, but you know, Cantlay on fire had the start. Fair enough, he was, he had to play good to to maintain. He had to play well enough to maintain his advantage position, but uh, you know, Ram, we always talk about him, especially you, Mike. You know, you 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 sometimes don't even bet. He's unbackable, so uh, mm. he's, he's that good. Um, got the OWGR points. Is he number one in the world still now? Is it yep. number one? Yep. Yeah, and and, and and bit of a lead now. He's actually two points clear of DJ and um, and Colin, so a bit of separation. How long? How long can a two point in OWGR status? How can? How long can two points sort of give you that sort of buffer for? Uh, it depends on what the guys behind him are defending, and then depends on what he's defending as well. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Some in some instances it might last. It could last four months. Um, in other instances, it could last four days. He's. I mean, he's clearly uh, when we talk about he's unbackable. He's unbackable just because of the price in a big field. You know, you look at a big field, 120, 130 guys. You're not taking the market the odds that they're putting up. But you look at a week like this where there's 20 or 20, well, it's ended up being the full 30 actually. So 30 players and he's and he's paying, you know, three, uh, 450, I think he was outright. That's not bad odds. You know, you, you'd take that. Mm. That's that that's worth worth looking at. And he's performing better. Like he's number one in the world for a reason. He is he is easily the best player in the world. He can quite often have a number one who's not not the best player in the world, but he is. And I mean, he's gone down by one shot. And I was looking at his strokes gained um, a bit today uh, since the round one of the BMW. So two weeks ago, he's only had one round where he's had strokes gained um, negative to the field, uh, and that was 
round four of the tour championship. Every other round he's gained strokes on the field in putting. Um, and he's, he's missed by a shot. And, and that was the one round where he's given away one, well, nearly 1.2 shots to the field. Whereas, um, you know, someone like Paddy Cantlay has had some of his, the best putting he's ever put together in his life, including round three this week where he's picked up three on the field. So it's just, it's just a game of inches at times. And, and yeah, he's made money out of it. That's, that's two events that John Rahm has led and not finished first this year. Yeah. Well, he, um, the one where Patrick won as well, the Memorial. The Memorial. I was thinking of that as well. That's why I went to back, look, look back at it because I was thinking to myself, Patrick Cantlay's got the win at the Memorial because John Rahm's had the withdrawal with COVID. And I thought to myself, oh, I wonder if that actually made a difference to their final standings, whether it actually is, you know, a $10 million COVID uh, issue because would they have actually started one and two or one and three instead of the way they lined up? But the points didn't, didn't, didn't end up working out to, to give it that much of a good story, but it was still would have made a difference because the, the reason Cantlay's had the separation is because last week and the week prior in the FedEx finals, they double the points for what you're earning in your, in your points. So it's a bit weird. It just puts so much, you know, um, of, of a microscope on those last three, three tournaments. Now he's gone to what was it a six or seven hole putt off or playoff with um, Bryson the week before. That goes the other way. He certainly doesn't start in the first seed. He's had a win that Ram definitely would have had at Memorial. Either of those things change. Certainly, the one shot that he's won this week is wiped out, and, and Ram wins. So it's it's just unbelievable that it could have gone either way. And like I think someone else said it today that we talk about Ram as being a bit stiff, but he's probably still won more money than I'd know what to do with this year. So it's not really that heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't think he's going to be on the corner just with, you know, <laughs> no. with a tin going... <laughs> Two-time two positive COVID, help me out. I need some money for a vaccine. Now, another topic that, uh, you know, let's uh, talk about prize money. It's not lost on us. Um, but the PIP, uh, when does that get called? Not going to be called. They're not announcing who's Who getting anything. They're not. All oh, right. They're just going to dish. They just. They just. It'll, it'll just get. It'll just what? go in the bank. This is the the pip is probably half the other problem with the whole Bryson thing too. Oh, hundred percent. It is. Yeah. His advisors aren't advising him the right way to go about earning the pip status, but you know, certainly he's. They probably they probably didn't write the criteria strong enough. You know, like a lot of, uh, you yeah, know, bonus bonus programs. Money. The money he's earning, he should really go and get Sergio's advisors for a bit of reclamation. Mate, maybe they're still on retainer with JT. Maybe, yeah, maybe, he's maybe. got to get him for the 2021-22 season. Uh, speaking of Sergio, does, does Sergio go across, uh, I don't know the field for Wentworth, but is, will Sergio be there at Wentworth? I believe he is. I believe he is. I was looking at it um, just this afternoon looking at the field yeah, and there's a lot of people that have gone over he should be he's a he's a regular is, is Sergio still fighting for is he is he a lock for Pat no he's no he's he's fighting for one of the captain's picks no, I, I wouldn't pick him you wouldn't pick Sergio no is there a rider cut is there a rider cut without Sergio yeah this one okay <laughs> <laughs> he's on the points on the um 
Euro points, he's sitting 18th and he's not qualified. And on the world points, he's sitting 10th and he's not qualified. So if he's getting in, um, he needs to get in as a pick. I think, uh, to be honest, I think he probably gets in because he's the first person out, but you just don't know. Um, he's in, and he's not playing this week. When I'll just quickly straights, he's not a course that you should play him on. Okay. And that's a part. They've got to weigh up who they're taking and why they're taking him and do they fit. And we know even just looking at the, I know we're going to talk about the ladies later, but if you look at the Solheim, they've they've gone with a plan and you would think that the, the Euro team will do the same for the Ryder Cup. So let's finish on, uh, so they don't, they don't advise who who you get to pip. They just send the forty million out no. uh, to the to the bank oh, account. Casey's qualified. Yep. Yeah. So I'm looking at now. So you've got Ram, the Hare, Tyrrell, Roars, Victor, Paul Casey qualified, and then in seventh, eighth, and ninth you've got uh, Fitzmagic, Westy, and Shane Lowry, and then so they look like they. They must include this week then. And Two to then, go. And then they've got captain's picks for the other three, which then includes Burnt Cheeseburger, Victor Perez, Sergio, Bobby Mack. And Henrik. I still think you've got to pick Henrik. Well, Henrik's up to... I was looking at this before because I thought, oh, Henrik's really going to battle. But on the um, world points, he's actually sitting at, at 24th. Um and 24 is not miles away. I mean, around that is Matt Wallace, Rasmus Hogard, um, Dietrich's 18, Justin Rose, 16, Migliosi, 15, Paul to 14, Bobby Mack, 13. So there's a lot of guys there that they could actually pluck someone a little bit deeper and it wouldn't completely shock me. I, I, I don't think Bobby Mack gets in. But um, even Noren, Noren's been playing around the last month or so. Hmm. Be interesting. Yeah, it will be. I reckon um, it comes down to Sergio, Noren, Stenson, and Poulter. Yeah. Yeah, someone's going to miss out of those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah, and you look. I think Sergio's in. I think Sergio's right on the border. He's. I can't see him not getting in. Poulter, I can see getting getting a pick. Um, Sergio, yeah. Sten- so if if then Noren, Noren sits on the bench and Sergio Stenson and Poulter, and that's a tricky part. Then they then they want to sit there and say, right, do we want a younger player? We got too many more seasoned guys. Do we want this? Do we want that? And I think that's where they'll you might find someone who we all sit there and say, you know, Poulter's got to go, but they might go, you know what, we're going to pass on him. We'll make him an assistant. And These Padre, guys, Padraig is the kind of guy that would make that call too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't think um, Stricker will, but I think um, I think he would. Um, mm. But for the pip, no, nothing. Not, they won't announce it, and and the rationale behind it was it wasn't supposed to be a public knowledge payment. <laughs> it was only it was joke. only ever um, it was only ever made public because of an article that was written that had inside info, and yeah, then because, it became common knowledge. Because the email about it accidentally got sent to some of the wrong players. There you go. <laughs> So effectively, yeah, they've basically said, well, we won't, we won't, it was never supposed to be public knowledge, so we won't be sharing who gets paid what. You know, ironically, Mike, uh, just for the listener's benefit, you know, we were chatting a little bit today and I said to Mike, you know, being the stats uh, guru, and he pretty much had this information at the tip of uh, his tongue and the press of uh, three keystrokes, to tally up the women's majors and the men's majors 
including, to make it five, because women have five majors, as you know, um, including the unofficial major, the Players' Championship. So I tally up the, the majors and the players and the women's uh, majors in terms of prize money. And ironically, Mike, you know what the difference in the prize money is? The value of the pip. Is it? Not that that means anything, but $62 million in prize money for the, for the, fi- for the four majors plus the unofficial major. Yeah. For the men... And $23 million total price purse for the women in their five majors. $40 million difference. Plus $15 million FedEx Cup. <laughs> Plus $15 well, not including... No, that's just the winner. I don't even know what the rest of the... I don't even know no, what the, the purse the, is for the 30. The, the whole purse, because you've got all the tiers, I think it ends up being like nearly an $80 million week. There you go. That's chump change. That is a wouldn't lot. Get, wouldn't, wouldn't get out of bed for that. That is a lot of money. And... Hmm. The reason why it got me thinking about that, and obviously talking about prize money, men versus women, it's not a new topic. It gets talked about a lot. Um, I think it's time that the game starts to put a little bit more pressure back towards evening up the prize money. Now, I know there's a lot of factors. There's TV, there's sponsorship, all that sort of stuff. But the equality between the men's and the women's, and I make the point based on the fact of coming off watching the Solheim Cup just on the weekend, having been to the last Solheim Cup and just weighing up the enjoyment that I had watching you know, those two events, one being there and one watching it over the weekend uh, and watching the women play, it was, it was great. And I just sat back and think, you know, I wonder how much what the difference is because I didn't know. You, you, you know that it's more for, for the men and less for the women. I wonder what the difference is and it's just staggering. It just even, even looking at that, it's just staggering. It's hmm. there, yeah. There, there's lots of factors. Right, the, the the women's games come a lot in the last sort of ten, fifteen years. Um, it's come a long way compared to where it was twenty years ago, and there's plenty of players to thank for that. Uh, PGA tour doesn't do them any favors because they saturate the market and so does and then they also then vacuum up as many of the big sponsors as humanly possible and that's a you know there's a tiger factor to that um so potentially does some of these things level out and you know there's a little bit where it's incumbent on it's incumbent on maybe the lpga commissioner and also the players to just maybe do do things that the the Sith Lords don't want to do to give a different view or different lens of content. You know, here's the thing, is that what's, what's the one thing that, that attracts me to watching the women play more more than anything? Them playing classic courses because, because of just purely the distance they hit it, the way they play, they play it how it's supposed to be. And I love seeing old courses. So... And for the hardcore fans, that's actually quite entertaining. So why don't they go and target some of these tour events? They don't have to build the same sort of infrastructure as the PGA Tour. So all of a sudden, can they can they can they draw a few away from the Sith Lords? You know, maybe the LPGA could be the resistance. You know, led by Princess Leia. Maybe that's the 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 new logo with the buns on either side, and they draw away. You know. It's the positive force versus the dark force, you know. 
It's something like that, you know, playing these classic courses. Um, maybe it's more of the other behind the scenes stuff. Um, and the good thing is a lot of the new golf media are helping sort of lift that up as well. You know, the, you've got to give a shout out to the guys from No Laying Up. They they put a they actually put more of a focus on the LPGA Tour in terms of them actually going to their events mm. more so than the actual men's events. And they do a lot with the LPGA in terms of um, behind the scenes and interviews with a lot of players. Um, so you've got to give them them props because they're actually they're trying to help lift up the game and bring it to the, the golf nerds like myself and you know show the personalities of all these other players out there to try and help lift the game up. So mm. I think even the LPG, the tour themselves need to do that as well. Yep. Stop playing it at some of these, you know, there are some garbage courses. There's an opportunity, can they get to some of these more classic courses where it's it's not just the women playing, but it's also then the stage that they play on. Because, you know, we're, we're subjected to, you know, pillow fighting every week for 50-something weeks of a year except for majors. I, I just think it's also incumbent on the people writing the marketing checks in these big organisations that write them need to need to have a look need to have a look at themselves and, and really, you know, I'm sure that they're uh, applying all levels of inclusivity policies and procedures in their workplaces, you know, apply it to their marketing spend as well. And yep. and they should, they won't lose any bang for their buck. They'll probably lift, That's you know, in terms, of, point. in terms of profile, in terms of, um, you know, what they can do and leverage that in a marketing sense socially and the whole level of opportunities because it's just not right. It's just not right. And, um, you know. I listened to, um, it's Mike Wan. Mike yeah. Wan, yep. he, was the, he was the head of the LPGA. Now he's the USGA, um, head of USGA. Because he was, the No Laying Up guys interviewed him only a couple of weeks ago. And I'm sure he talked about... Um, he referenced the 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 tennis tours because the tennis tours obviously, I'm pretty sure that even the Aussie Open it's it's men's and women's same same prize money. And Mike's Mike's the the commissioner of the LPGA. He's the eighth commissioner. No, so he's I think he started now. Yeah, he's yeah. he's 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 left and gone to USGA though. But Has he? I thought he I thought he only just took the job. No, he just he just came in he just came in as. All right, maybe I don't, Mike, Mike Wine name USGA CEO will take the helm in summer of 2021. There you go. You're sorry, you're right. Yeah, but you're but Rocket, you're right. He only he was only in the the LPGA job for a little while. Yeah, because I mean, he, he did, was like the savior. He was going to be yeah, the the guy. That's it. Yeah, and he did a lot of good things in bits and pieces. But yeah, he's, he's now gone to that role. Yep. And I'm sure he talked about one of the key things that he wants to look at is how do we get, how do we have the same prize money in a major men's and women's should shouldn't be any different. Same as it is in tennis. It's just they got to find a path to get there. I think the men, the players, you know, they're not going to do anything. I'm, I'm living in fantasy land if I think that the upper echelon of the players, you know, could get together and say, you know what, let's hive off some of this ridiculous $40 million that you're doling out to people yeah. like Bryson and Brooks and whoever else. And, and like you said, it's, at the end of the day, they're not going to, it's not up to them. They don't care. It's up to the sponsors. It's up to the people yeah. paying the money in the first place. Yeah. It's up to, you know, whether it's FedEx or Titles, TaylorMade, Callaway, whoever it is, it's about where they're investing their money. The thing that I don't know, and 
you know, I only know a little bit of some of the um, viewership in Australian golf and in, in on Foxtel. Um, you know, I don't think their numbers watching the golf tournaments on Foxtel are going through the roof. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're a sponsor here in Australia looking to invest your dollars sponsorship-wise on a TV broadcast, you know, it's getting to the point where you're really looking at how you're spending it. If you, you know, if you're spending it there, um, are you getting a bang for your buck because the eyeballs aren't there? Now, mm-hmm. is that the same in the states? I don't know. You know, I'm not going to make assumptions, but you know, with the new media that is about like no laying up and like the big podcasts and like the YouTube outlets and all of the people out there, you know, I reckon there's pressure on these big media TV organisations who are sucking, you know, the life out of these sponsorship dollars, which ultimately comes from the people spending it that could be spending it on the women's game, which I think is in many aspects no lesser product. Absolutely not. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I quite happily sit sit there and watch women's golf. Um, I watched a, a, probably as much of the Solheim Cup this week, maybe a little bit more than I did the the uh, Tour Championship. So, as I said, I watched one hour of the Tour Championship. It's garbage, garbage format. I watched the Solheim Cup. How good was the pink plate? It's good. <laughs> There's some, um, yeah. Look, you know, as as Rocket and I said today, all. all all power to you, Ross, because you were the man that believed. You were the you were you were the only one taking the Euros, and we just you you went the champion team, and we went the team of champions. Hold on, if we do turn this into video, if I work out how to turn it, I'm going to do something for the video. Hold on, mate. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. It was good. It was great to see Mel Reed do that, and then it was great to see Ian Poulter put up the post or whoever put it up. I don't know whoever made that, but. Yeah, who made that image of Ian Poulter and then Mel Reed, both giving it these you know chest slap uh, chat slaps on the chest. It was great. Uh, uh, but yeah, you're right. Talk, actually, talking about um, people supporting it for forget, um, Bubba. Yeah, props to Bubba. Went there under his own steam. Didn't did he did he stay the whole duration? Was he there for the whole? Oh, I think so. The whole shebang. Yeah. Who sponsors Bubba? Ping. Yeah, funny about that. The ping plate. Did you like that? Has anyone else called it the ping plate, Rocket? Has all the other podcasts that you listen to, has anyone come out with the uh, the ping plate? I don't get it. Ping. um, Carson Solheim. Solheim Cup. Solheim Cup. Carson Solheim. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm I'm only saying that. I'm only making fun of Bubba. I think it was excellent that he was there. I've got no idea whether they're still tipping in Aber money to it, but um, yeah, I thought it was excellent that he was there. Put it this way, regardless of whether that they paid for his flights or whatever it is, doesn't matter. Was, he's still taking time out of he's he's not playing, he's not gonna earn any money mm. and he's away from his family for you know, four or five days. Yep. You know, no, the I agree. interview we did on day one when he talked about it, um, you know, I do take the take the Mickey out of the, the boy from time to time, but gotta give him props. He's a supporter. <laughs> Yeah, like, and not just taking a photo and posting it on Instagram. Yeah, he actually turned up in real life. Okay, was that a little dig at Ian Poulter or? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay, no, was... if, if there's one thing I'm missing at the moment by not being on the socials, is Mr. Poulter. I and, okay, you, know, you, you didn't see, so you haven't seen that picture. I thought you were having a little I crack at. I, I crack have it. no idea. Yeah, I, no. 
I'm, what am I, three weeks in now? Yeah, okay. How are you feeling? Is everything I'm, okay? I'm fine. Just, do you need to have a chat? No, I have no idea what's going on. Do we need to have a lie down, have a session? What, do you, do, what do you do all day? Yeah, like far out. Oh, I've read a book. Oh, jeez. I've got I get, I get YouTube. I've got all my little subscriptions for all the yep. little channels that I watch. Yeah. So I was watching one tonight on Zero, um, Zero Inbox on Gmail. Bit of a productivity tool, you know. Watch some NFL stuff. NFL season starts. Soon. That's it. I was just saying NFL starts soon. Yeah. Is it this week? It's this week. Yes. Uh, Mike, before you joined us, uh, we used to have a segment uh, in the in maybe the two or three weeks where we actually tried to have a run sheet, proper segments. We had a segment. When we had a structure, and <laughs> I felt really, really claustrophobic. It took it took me it took me six weeks to work out what the structure was, but there was one part that was rock, Rocket's rabbit hole. Yep. And and Rocket would bring something from from the left of left left field, and uh, I, I was just wondering, as you said, the YouTube there. He still how is the um? What's the you, your favourite YouTuber's name? The big the big cheese or the big Z or what's it? YBS. YBS, sorry, <laughs> the big cheese. YBS. There you go. Young bloods. <laughs> how is he, how is he going? Yeah, he's doing all right. Has COVID affected the YBS? No, he's he's in the far north. West of bloody Western Australia. Okay, <laughs> diving for crays, wrangling sharks with his bare hands. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's another story. Uh, the Solheim Cup, it was great. Uh, Europe, yes, I, I was right. I went with Europe. Uh, partly, uh, mainly a heart sort of felt sort of plea, but I, I think in looking at some of the, the girls playing, you know. They were equal to anything up there. It was probably just the home team, uh, home ground advantage that you might thought might tip it the other way. But some of those girls have been playing great, and um, that was that first session that really did set them up. And USA well, did the f- first day. Well, the f- that first day they sat the rookies pretty much the first day, and the people that brought them back from the brink were the rookies. The rookies, you know, Cupcho and Salah. They were the saviors when it came to the foursomes and the four balls, and then delivering again in, in singles. Um, so yeah, the first day Europe got up to a good start, then America clawed them back in uh, in the second day, but then it came, then it was pretty even in the singles. But really, the damage was done that first day, and I guess that last couple of matches, uh, last match on the last day, that was a bit of a pivotal one as well, where I think uh, Europe got the. There's one where they got a half. I think Mel Reed and uh, who was she playing with in the? I haven't got it here in front, but um, in, in the singles? No, not in the singles. It was in the the, the last round, the last uh, session of the last, uh, the second last day. Sorry, um, yep. Mel Reed. They were one down. Yeah, they uh, were one down. Leona Maguire. Yeah, Leona Maguire. That's right. So they they lost the seventeenth um, to go one down. Um, the uh, American uh, girl chipped it in from the fringe, and then. I went to bed. It was must have been through four o'clock or something like that by that stage, and uh, and then they won that last hole to halve that match. So I think that was pretty, pretty pivotable. Pivotable. Yeah, pivotable. They played Cup Show and so. Yep. Yep. That's it. And Cup Show, she was she was pretty good. She just yeah, she was great. But uh, anyway, Europe got the win. Beanie, Captain Beanie, she um, she lives down there at North Berwick. And uh, she's got this beautiful house just on the, basically on the 18th tee, looking across the first and the 17th green at North Berwick out to uh, the Firth of Fourth, looking all the way across to St Andrews. 
just there at the uh, 18th to North Berwick. And Beanie, I salute you. Well done. She's a great captain. Mm, great win. Mm. Actually, I got it wrong a couple of times, so I lost on the singles. But it was there playing the foursomes and four balls. Them, brought them back because, yeah, the Saturday, Saturday foursomes. I, I, it was funny, you see the first nine holes, I thought the US were just going to trample all over Europe and then I went to bed at, I don't know, it was like one thirty or something like that and then you see the foursomes, uh, then then still had another five, six holes to go and you turn it back Flip. on and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> three and a half to a half, just absolutely just crushed them. The only match I thought, oh, well, then the US aren't going to win was the quarter one, they were playing terrible. Yeah, they were. And that was probably the one that they probably would have thought before they went out. This is the bank. This is the this is the one we can't lose. But yeah, no, it's um it was a solid win and like we said before, I think. Um they came with the plan. They don't they didn't have all the stars, but they they played extremely well as a team and they and you know, Leona Maguire was unbelievable. And I can see that the Ryder Cup, they're gonna have Euros are gonna have a plan. They're gonna try and, you know, do what they did last time and just make sure that, you know, everyone's in the team and we're part of a team and that's how we're going to work this. Get the right personalities, get the right people playing with each other. Yeah. Dominate in the foursomes, hang on in the four balls and then just make sure you've got a lead coming into the singles. Hmm. How far, how far many, many, more, many more sleeps to the uh, Ryder Cup? Uh, a couple of weeks. It doesn't yeah, start I think. The 24th. Yeah, I reckon, remember the last time we talked about this, I reckon you said it was the last week of September. Okay. Yeah, I think it's 24th. Can't wait. Can't wait. Mm. It's going to be interesting because you've got Whistling Straits. It's a long hitter's course. So Whistling Straits is West Coast side. So does that be better for no, us time zone? North, or the other side? Uh, borderline because it's up the middle. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, Con- it's uh, Wisconsin right on the uh, Okay. So it's going to be a early start. Mm, yeah, funny one. Yep. So will it, will it be sort of the same time zone, time frame as what? The Solheim Cup was just on? Yeah, pretty much. Right. Okay. So we'll get a good look at it in sort of normal, normal no-night times. Yeah, it'll be a lot of this one. I was going to say, normal for you, not for me. <laughs> I'll be, I'm, I'd be well and truly dead. I much prefer, uh, right, we're getting up at four o'clock to watch this. It's Ma- Masters Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> this one, you're going to have eyes like piss holes in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this lockdown is not good for the. You know, we've got the <clears throat> the open swing circadian rhythm. The lockdown circadian rhythm's got me way out of whack. I'll tell you that much. Um, all right, guys. Any anything else on the uh, golfing radar? So we've got the, the Went- uh, Wentworth this week. What's happening Wentworth there? Wentworth this week. Yeah, Wentworth we- this week. And it's it's a uh, there's a few people going over that I was very surprised. Billy Horschel's jumped straight on a plane. Um, so he's going over there. I think he. I mean, the only reason I could see him getting over there, or sorry, there's probably two. One is he's like, there's no way I'm playing Ryder Cup, so I'm going to go over and play this event. Or I really want to play Ryder Cup, so I'm going over to play this event and try and get in. Well, I don't know, well, I don't know where you, he sits. If, well, if you go over there and – well, you think the Ryder Cup's not for till the 24th. If you go over there and win, because it's a week off here. Yeah. So it's like if you can finish in the top five over there, travel and finish in the top five – does does Mr. Stricker all of a sudden, you know, take notice? It's worth a risk. Oh, absolutely. If you, I mean, 
you can obviously it's worth the risk and with get next to, get to next, see Tossy's potter around or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But now the field's pretty good. Uh, Victor Hovland, Shane Lowry, Terrell, Alex Noren, Fitzpatrick, uh, Fleetwood, Adam Scott, Billy Horschel, Christian Bezatenhout, Justin Rose. Yeah. Must have left the Bahamas and gone back to his house in London. For the next little bit for the rest of Christmas, probably. Mm. Um, Stenson Poulter, Westy, Bobby Mack. There's a lot, there's, it's, a, it's a pretty solid field. Mm. Does Adam does Adam hang out in London a bit? Does he rocket? He... Uh, he he had a so when he was on the European tour, he had a place in London, um, and I think he still has it. Okay. And where's his wife or their families from? Uh, somewhere else um, in Europe? No, she's. I think she's. She's in the Nordics. She's either yeah, Swedish that or way. Dutch. I think. Yeah. And so yeah. they they spend a bit of the time there. You would think too, yeah. probably. Uh, a few Swedes in the uh, in the field: Soderberg, Kinolt, Bjork, uh, Henrik. A few South Africans. Have we got a oh. Have you got a market for us? Uh, the top Scott or top, for? Uh, yeah, let's go with the top Scott. I'm sure you've got that. Pool. You've got David Drysdale. Got everything ready to go for you. Grant uh, Grant Forrest. Who have we got? We've got, we've got uh, Bobby Mack, Callum yep. Hill, Richie Ramsey, Grant Forrest, David Law, Scott Jamison, David Drysdale, Mark Warren, and Stephen Galcal. Okay. I can't go away from only because he's playing for a Ryder Cup spot. I'm, I have to go with Bobby Mack to find some form. He's been up there at uh, he was up there at Loch Lomond, probably one of Scotland's most private and prestigious golf courses on the bonny bonny banks of Loch Lomond. Uh, he was up there playing during the week. I think he had some mates up there just for a casual casual round. Was that was that this week? Yep. Okay. And I know um, he's been a little, slight little. Um, Twitter fiasco today. I'm not, I won't say that. Um, there's a guy on, on Twitter called Ben Coley. He is the, he does a lot of um, golf tipping, very big on um, writing up for golf, but he, he he's a deputy editor at Sporting Life. And he made a comment not long ago about watching an event where Bobby Mack was playing and said that Bobby Mack was, um, you know, gee, the, they really do talk him up a lot. He, he hasn't, you know, wasn't sort of playing him down, but wasn't pumping him up too much. He's been copying a lot of flack today on Twitter from uh, the Scottish people that, that, that he wasn't. Uh, I can see Ross's angry face right right now, just talking about it. That <laughs> someone said someone wasn't calling him the, the new Messiah. But um, oh, look, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. To I mean, you, pal. Yeah. To you, pal. Come on. I, Let's go, pal. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I pull kiss. <laughs> that's it. You want it pal? I don't know. Even as um. Even as top Scott, I'm not sold. I know he's the best best on that list by a ways, but I, I don't know. I, I, he hasn't played very well the last couple of weeks. Okay, you think he's uh, not carrying the form? So here's my here's my heart and you know wave the Scottish flag. Well done to Scotland. Uh, I think they had a win last night in the uh, European qualifiers. Um, Is that for darts? <laughs> easy. Can can you Google Scotland European qualifier? Uh, sorry, World Cup qualifiers last night and just tell me. Um, what the score, what the final score was? I saw the little. Um, was that three games to two? Uh, so okay, let's get back onto the serious thing. Uh, Callum Hill, no. One hundred. Um, oh, you can you can have Bobby Mack. That's no, fine. I'll have Bobby. I'll have Bobby Mack, but yeah, I'll, but I'll, let me let me go with a a, a, a seconder. Yep. Uh, you can picture Bobby Mack with a beer in one hand, a ciggy hanging out the mouth, and throwing a dart, couldn't you? Yes. No, he, he wouldn't. Not the Siggy. 
a, oh, yeah, a pint, a pint and a dart, a pint and a dart, and maybe a, a nice Scottish pork pie. You ever had a Scottish pork pie? No. <sighs> That's what the people down the back are having. We're smashing down with some pints. Isn't that a hat? No, dart hanging out the mouth. Dart in the hand. That's where the, the that's where the pork pie hat is inspired, from, <laughs> taken from. You know the, the the famous Scottish pork pie. You haven't lived until you've had a pie, a Scottish pork pie. Oh, I'll, I'll have I'll have one next. I'll have one um, when we go on the tour de, tour de force twenty twenty two. That's it. Okay, I'll just stick with Bobby Mac. Enough of that. Bobby Mac. Um, and outrights. Has anyone got anybody they like? No. Come on, no. there's people listening. There's people tuning. There's people tuning in, expecting. Adam Scott's playing. I'll go Adam Scott. Done. The greens probably won't be fast. Adam. And here's the thing: is I'm not even going to put a sh- not even going to put a, a two sticks on him, and he's probably going to win, and I'm going to regret it. You genuinely think Adam Scott can win? No, I've got a feeling. So you know, I've just jinxed it. I'm not going to bet. I've picked Adam Scott because I just whatever. And now the universe is going to be torture me. Fair enough. That'll that'll happen. The, yeah. the, the universe likes doing that. I know. It's um, done, done it to me for since like June. Yeah. Now I'm I'm um, I'm the opposite this week. It's it's um, it's it's not Mad Monday. What is it now? It's it's the week off for for having a look at golf markets. So I've I've gone the other way and found um, I found four or five different people that ridiculous odds and had a dollar on each of them and, and gone that way. Um, so the guys that I, that I, the main three that I had a look at was Minwoo because I, we, we love Minwoo. Uh, I Sean, don't after the last two weeks. He's... <laughs> Sean Crocker um, and James Morrison are the, the other two that I like. James Morrison's a player. The, the, like he's legit. Player. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the, the doors guy. <laughs> no, that's Jim. His full name on his license is James. Um, is he going to break on through? I hope so. He's he's 140 to one, so it'd be great if he did. Uh, I'm just literally sprinkling a couple of people like that: John yeah. Catlin, Laurie if Cantor. If the weather turns, he's going a to dollar be here, a dollar on the there. storm. John Catlin, yeah, he's he's a player. He's won on yeah, yeah American guy won a couple of times. Uh, but James Morrison, I I don't mind him. I I think I reckon. No, that's I agree. Good. I could have I a little bit of sprinkle on. Yep. That's it, and it's 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 literally a dollar here, dollar there. That's it. It's crazy odds. It's one of those weeks where I could easily see Victor Hovland winning it by six. I could also see the guys that have had a really big season coming there and saying, you know what, I've had a really big season. This is a great tournament. I'm going to enjoy it. And the guys that are hungry that have been knocking on the door, like Morrison, could could maybe jump up and get a win. Backdoor man. Hey, if you double vaxxed, if you doors on. I've just rattled off about five. <laughs> if you are double vaxxed over there, you can go out and play over there in London. So not in Melbourne. That's the that's the rules on on tour. Double vaxxed, go out there and play. Just got to get tested and all that sort of stuff. So you can go out and do Hendy's. I think Hendy might be. Uh, you know, he got his delivery of new shoes. I saw that. His his uh, Footjoy premieres. Uh, so he's double vaxxed. I'm sure he'll go out and have a couple of. He's uh, one that maybe you could see with a dart and a and a schooner and. Yeah, a dart. I saw. Um, without getting too political, I saw Royal Melbourne's the first first course in Australia to announce it's no jab, no play. Really? Well, that yep. you know, you know what that means. 
everyone's going to do it. Yeah, Penis of the Kings will be the second. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, no, I agree. I think it's and they basically just said there's there's um, there's no excuses. Effectively, if you if there's a medical reason that you can't have it, we can have that discussion. But if you come to us and say I don't want a microchip, you're not playing. Freedom of choice does not exclude you from freedom, or does not include freedom of consequences. Yeah, and look, it's going to be the next six months for us is going to get on a heavy path of that. So when the cricket comes around or when other things come around, it's going to be, if you don't have it, you, you, you can't get involved. They'll, they'll link it to the QR codes. That's the way it'll be. But anything that's going to get me playing golf anytime soon would be fantastic because I'll spend a lot of time and money this year trying to get my swing improved. And I don't even know, I think my clubs have been in my boot for about three months. So that's not helping me in any way, shape or form. I'll oh. go get two more jabs for on other people's behalf if it means I can play. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we're alone. I think there'll be pretty much everyone listening to this is going to be in the same boat. Uh, Mike, all I can say is, you know, I can't wait for you to be playing golf because you can come down and see me at Drum and Golf Melbourne at, in Franklin Street <laughs> That's it, I've got and some, spend I've your cantlays, your, min, your minwoos on you know, however many sets of uh, tightless pings, Callaways, uh, tailor-mades, whatever it is, I, I uh, t- to, tour edges. That's it. I need to do the research now and have a look and figure out. Oh, I bought it. I always think about golf clubs. It's one thing to hit a golf club and the feel and everything else. That all, it's all good, but... I look at it like when I bought a push bike a long time ago, a nice push bike, the guy that said to me, if they look, if this bike looks good and you like the look of it, you're going to ride it more. And it's a little bit like golf clubs. I can hit a golf club well, but if it's ugly, I'm not going to love it. I need them to look good as well. So I'm going to look at a lot of photos over the next month or so. Yeah, that's fair enough. But I'll, I'll say one thing, you know, seeing these things a little bit in advance of, you know, the normal consumer, uh, seeing some of the photos, maybe not the photos in advance, but seeing them in my hands, hmm. you know, sometimes the photos, it's like everything. The photo makes it look different, look better, sometimes yep. look worse. It looks either way. It can go either way. But, you know, when it's really, when you put it in your hand, feel the heft of it, look yep. down at it, look at the top line, you know, you like a satin yes. finish, you like a chrome finish, you like the, you know, it's really when you look down at that top line and, and is that thick enough Definitely. for you, too thin, is there enough offset, not enough offset. And then obviously the next part is, is the hitting and the fitting part. They all feel pretty good these days, yep. you know, like even the, the cast clubs these days with the use of tungsten, the use of polymers, the, the, the sound deadening materials that they can use when they put a badge in the back. Um, uh, just uh, for um, Phil Kethel up there in Sydney, uh, shout out to you, Phil. Thanks for the picture of uh, you wearing the Mile of Golf t-shirt getting your COVID cut. Um, first Mile of Golf t-shirt to be worn in a hair uh, cutting environment so well done to you um, that's a new record but I just thought I'd share that uh, Scotland did beat uh, Austria at the World Cup qualification and a uh, little known fact is an Australian scored the only goal in the match for Scotland Lyndon Dykes plays for Scotland there you go Gold Coast boy like me parents of uh, Scottish uh, descent and chose to uh, go and play for Scotland there you go good on you Lyndon that's an exciting way to finish the podcast uh, gents I thought Brett brought the tone but that's for you Phil you're a soccer man guys Anything else from you? Final notes? No, Scottish Senior Open for you, Ross. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that for you as well that you couldn't get on the flight to get over and play, uh, but they are going to play. I am qualified by age. That's it. Uh, where's it playing? I don't know. I'm not sure where it is this week. I just know that I saw the market and I just thought I'd better save that because Ross is going to ask me a question about it. Uh, no, I didn't know it was on. Sorry, that's uh, my bad. Uh, but, you know, that's uh, your job to tell me what, what golf's playing. I, I just pressed the record button. That's That point of demarcation has been well defined a long time ago. 
No, it's um, Chuck Fells there, uh, headlining the, the couple of favourites are Paul Laurie, James Kingston, Thomas LeVay uh, are all up the top. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'm not sure where it is. I'll look at it. Oh, up. Royal Aberdeen. There you go. So that, that'll definitely be, you have to think that'll be on TV at some point. Oh, as well. Rocket, set your alarm clock for watching that because Royal Aberdeen is now is one of the links courses in Scotland. It is one of the one of the good ones. I've not played there. I chose to go to the Solheim Cup in 2019 over playing in a uh, open event at Royal Aberdeen. So I had one of those 50-pound opens. So over there, you know, they have open tournaments all through the summer and some are 20 pounds, 50 pounds. You know, if you go and play as a visitor, it'll cost you 300 pounds. They had this 50-pound open, which I put my entry in a long time ago. I uh, relinquished that opportunity and went to the Solheim Cup instead. So I didn't play uh, Royal Aberdeen open. And there's another course next door, which is... It's not a royal, but it's you know, another Lynx course on the same stretch of land called Merca Lynx, M-U-R-C-U-R, Merca, uh, M-U-R-C-A-R, sorry. Uh, check that out as well because can't wait to get back there and see that and play that. So, Scotty Senior Open, who are we going with? I'll say... Paul Laurie. There you go. Paul Laurie, I'll say Peter Fowler. Chuck, Chuck Fowler was at Craigie Law last time they played, uh, my home course in Scotland, and Chuck Fowler led up until uh, the last day when Paul Laurie beat him. There you go. If it's a playoff, I'll be disappointed because I won't have a dollar on it. I can guarantee. Just put a buck on it, would you? For me, let's okay. take it out of my <laughs> you know, what what I are my IOUs. Rocket, any special thank yous, uh, Mike, to Mrs. to Ma Rocket? Thank you, Ma Rocket, for the for yes. the yes for the biscuits. The biscuits. They I actually nearly asked the both of you after they landed. They landed on Saturday because we had the, the Saturday delivery, and I was just about to go for a very long walk, so I had one of each. <laughs> just to give me sustenance for the walk. And then obviously the football was on that night and I was drinking quite heavily. I was nice enough to leave my wife one of each <laughs> and that was it. The rest got eaten that day. So told you. Oh, so you got, you got a shortbread and what else did you get? Um, chocolate chip and macadamia. Oh, oh yeah. She does a very, very, <laughs> were, how good, very good. How good. Are, so her chocolate chip, how like soft is the dough though? It's just perfect oh, chewy. Mate, I was like the cookie monster. <laughs> they were going everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they're good, aren't they? They're oh, good. very good. <laughs> Thank you, Mar Rocket. Uh, we can Thank talk you. about we can talk about the PGA Tours um, copying of uh, my idea, the drive to survive uh, concept. Uh, I think it's a great idea. As you point out, they might not execute it as well, or hopefully they do execute it. But um, we can talk about that next time. Mate, maybe it's fatigue. You know, long year. PGA Tour, what a massive finish to the year. Um, maybe I'm fatigued. I'm waiting for the NFL season. I've got a little bit on my high horse about just how people should deal with stuff. Everyone, if they, you don't like what I said before, you can at me because I'm not on there, so I don't care. <laughs> so if, if you want to know what it feels like to yell at yourself at a mirror, come at me. Um <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna follow Rocket up because tomorrow's Are You Okay Day, I believe. Oh, so, I'm okay. I'm okay. I know. I, I know I you're have, okay. I have my days. I Every, do have my days. And everyone is at the moment, mate. There's no doubt about that. But if you need, uh, if anyone needs a chat or anything, don't send Rocket a, a, an Instagram or Twitter message because he oh, doesn't no, read can. them. You can if you want. <laughs> you just won't see it. You can you can abuse me. You can do all sorts of stuff. If you need someone to take it out on, just send me something on Twitter or Instagram. Doesn't That's matter. That's it. Send me a message as well. I don't care. I'll talk to anybody. We'll talk about whatever you like. Okay. Well, uh, 
Very good. Uh, all they'd need to do for the drive to survive uh, PGA Tour sequels, just just edit together Bryson stuff. Put that out for you, Rocket. That'd be good. Oh, I hadn't sorry. Th- <laughs> oh, sorry. I, had, I hadn't even thought. Are you that. okay? Are you okay? Rocket sorry. Episode. I hadn't even. Do you know what? It's probably been good that I'm not watching it because he's just his last couple of weeks is not. He's not covered himself in glory, so I've I've left the young man alone. But just imagine doing that drive to survive, and they're following Bryson. Like, I I reckon he's already like working. Like, use me, please, please, please. <laughs> he's, he's already positioning it. Probably he's, he's bought some new Jamie Oliver tea fowl pots but, and pans to fry the bacon in. <laughs> but it's I I don't know how it's going to work. Like, what players? There are some players that are just going to go nuts. Like they're, they're, they're going to try um, and get top players. They're not going to get any. They're literally not. It'll be interesting to see which, which angle they go. I mean, because you can go for the top guys, you can go for the guys that are coming up, but then you've got to make sure you get the right person because if they do go up and they stutter and fall backwards, it's not going to be a great show. Yeah, and, and the personalities as well. Are you going to get someone yeah. like Justin Rose who, yeah. who continually just does a word salad? Yeah. And... and I'm pretty sure he like there's a string at his back and you just pull it out <laughs> and it's like the same blah, 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 blah. or are you going to get someone like Kiz yeah. um Harold uh, Harold Varner Homer. like get yeah. someone like get someone that actually wants to be real yeah. and 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 that go, go follow them through the ups and downs and stuff like that yeah and who's not afraid to be vulnerable I don't know don't know Get that poor bloke that missed out on his PJ Tour card by playing in the US Open. Well, Not for him. Boris. No, um, uh, finished twenty sixth in the in the Corn Ferry Tour finals um, on the weekend, and basically he elected to play at the US Open because he qualified for that, and I think he played all right at the US Open. But see again, like, came, came with no dollars. points. I was in a good spot. I was, about, you know, we're getting to the end of it, and you say something like that. So it's again the bloody, the bloody Sith lords again, just doing all sorts of stuff. Right? Uh, you, you, if you've qualified to play in the U.S. Open and you got a, you know, they didn't even have a corn ferry event on that other day. Why don't those points count? Mm. Like, oh. finished twenty, finished twenty sixth. Taylor Montgomery. Taylor Montgomery, that's him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't, didn't realize that. Need, you might need to call me now, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I didn't mean to finish your order, Data. I just oh. thought it was. It's just just, uh, following on to the other rubbish the PGA Tour do for the year. It was on the unwritten run sheet, so I had to had to cover it off because it was on the run sheet that doesn't get written. (laughs) But uh, I did watch a bit. I did watch a bit of the corn fairy um, stuff there. So many things they got to fix. Yeah, just to make it better. Gets frustrating. Don't worry. Well, season starts in another week. We're back into it again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, enjoy uh, the rest of the week, uh, gents. Uh, it's Are You OK Day. But if you are listening to this and it is Are You OK Day, if you're not, I, I, if you are not OK, reach out to anyone close by. Reach out to us. And you know, in my book, every day is Are You OK Day. So if you are feeling at at down at all at any stage, there's always someone to reach out to. The great work of people at Lifeline, who uh, we support at Drum and Golf. Um, you know. They've never been busier, unfortunately. As sadly as it is, and don't want to end on a downer, but as sad as it is, they've never been busier. So every day is Are You OK Day. Reach and, out. And, and the one other thing is, even if it's, instead of it's, so the other thing to go back that way is even just making a phone call to someone you might not have spoken to for a while, whether it be a friend or a family. and st- you know, So you may not be feeling great, 
But if you call them, just have a chat. You haven't spoken to them in a while and you chat for 45 minutes, guarantee that you'll actually feel really good because you've probably made their day. <laughs> so it's not, you know, so think about that. It's like sometimes we've got to, we've got to give to the universe to be able to receive. Very good, gents. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, go over to the YouTube channel and check out a couple of videos. Uh, we've got the highlights of uh, Mike and I's trip to Barnboogle there, four minutes of your time. And then uh, you've got the interview with Dom as a party and me getting a chipping lesson, which is uh, comedic value, if nothing else, uh, with a PGA Tour coach. Oh, I got coached by a PGA Tour coach. That's unbelievable. Thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next time on the My Love of Golf podcast. Thank you.